Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And Brett. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. We're on episode number six. Today we're talking about Ben's setup, my setup. Yeah, gear dump. Gear dump episode. I uh, wanted to get with you guys and uh, just talk a little bit about what we like about our setups, what we found to work really well, um, and just basically explain why we chose what we chose um, yep. for each of us. So, or if we'd go in a different direction. If, yeah, there, if we got something we don't there's like. There's stuff we'd change. We'll talk about that too. Yep. Awesome. Coming up after the break on The Short Rod Show. Hey there, guys. If you've been over to our website lately over at shortrodshow.com and like what you see, you should get in touch with our partners over at Evergrow Marketing. They're a digital marketing agency that works primarily with landscape and lawn care businesses, but they also work with guys like us. They can help your business show up on Google and also get you a lot more customers through their unique digital marketing methods. Reach out to them over at evergrowmarketing.com and make sure you mention that Ben and Brett sent you from the Short Rod Show podcast to get an additional 10% off your first bill. Ben and I would really like to thank our listeners. Since we've aired this podcast, we've gotten an unbelievable fan response. We just want to remind you guys where you can reach us at shortrodshow.com. You can feel free to email us or follow our newsletter. You can also find us on any of your podcasting platforms, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also follow us on Facebook, The Short Rod Show. And anytime you see those five little stars, please hit number five. All right, welcome back, guys. Coming at you from inside our Otter Pro XT Lodge. We're actually recording inside the uh, Otter today, doing our gear dump episode. And just really excited to share with you guys what I run for a setup. Yeah, you should see the spread. There's not hardly room for us in here. <laughs> Glad we got the big the big, the yeah. big otter. Got the big otter. So, yeah, Ben, uh, why don't you go into a little bit why you why you chose otter, why you chose the XT Lodge. I mean, there's definitely a lot of options out there and kind of what, what brought you to this conclusion. Sure, no problem. Um, did a lot of research, as, as most of you would for a big purchase, uh, before I went out and, and got my otter. Um, and just wanted to get something that was going to last and hold up. You know, the, the first shelter I had was a, uh, basically an old Fraybill stand up hideout, you know, two yep. to three man has the, the really cheap plastic sled, um, non insulated, the pretty thin nylon. One of those material. deals that you get out of it and it blows away. It did blow away yeah. a couple times on me, <laughs> chase that thing all the way down the lake, um, really easily. No way to really stake it down. No. Um, and, and just one big, one big setup. Yeah. Um, not, and, and for the size that it was, there wasn't a lot of fishable space. Um, really you're looking at maybe two feet out from where the sled is, where you, you sit, you got to bring your own chairs. Um, if you're fishing three people, it's really tight. Um, and, and I just wanted to upgrade from that. I, you know, I started to realize that ice fishing was a little bit more than a hobby for me. I wanted to go out there and, and really enjoy my time out on the water as much as possible. So oh, yeah. uh, looking around at a couple different brands, uh, I looked at the Eskimo Grizzly. That's probably the top contender next to. So you were otter. pretty, you were pretty well dead set. You're going to go for a bigger, a, a bigger uh, operation. Yeah. And, and I looked at basically how, how I fish and how I enjoy fishing. Yep. You know, I'm out there somewhat by myself maybe 10 to 20% of the time, not a whole lot. Um, and for those times, I needed something that I could still tote around myself and not have to, you know, have two people to pull it. Yep. Um, the otter is on the upper end of that, definitely. Um, but then there's lots of times, too, where I enjoy taking you out, uh, taking a couple of our buddies out at a time, 
Um, and yep. I wanted to be able to fish three people in there uh, pretty easily. And we've also, we've even done four people. Oh yeah. There's, I mean, there's room. Yeah. You can, you got two, two seats and then you can put two people in the front corners. Um, yeah, there's yep. plenty of room in this. Thing. And the, the big deciding factor on between an otter and a, and a grizzly honestly was just going on the forums and reading people's feedback and, and seeing how otters hold up. I mean, there's otters on there in the classifieds list from 25, 30 years ago, the old purple ones with the camo and the, and the ice camo ones. Those aren't yeah. even that old, but you know, they, they hold up great. And just to see the sleds are holding up, the seats are holding up, the fabrics holding up. Uh, it's, it's really cool to see that. And I have yep. all the faith in the world that this otter is going to hold up. Well, one thing well. you see a lot on a lot of, uh, shacks is the windows start to break out on you. That yep. seems to be the first thing that goes. And I don't know that I've seen many otters that have those broken out windows. No, this, this material they use is like kind of a convertible top, um, type material. So it's, it's made for the elements. Yep. Um, and, and looking to see what guides use, that's, that's really good, a good indicator of, of what would be a good shelter. Um, if, if you're going all out, like what I kind of did, <laughs> yeah. um, I wanted something that would hold up and last me a long time. The guides are all running otters. If they're going out and they're and letting people rent their equipment, it's going to be an otter, yep. uh, an otter sled, otter shelter. So I went with the, the pro version too, just because I wanted the, the more comfortable seats. Um, a bench seat would be nice as well. Um, maybe I'll convert this one, uh, when we have kids and, and my yeah, family but, gets bigger, but for, for right now, having the, the sportsman's caddy in the middle, yeah. that is, that's perfect. That I thing's that handy. Thing. And I mean, that ends up doubling as a seat half the time anyways. Yep. Yeah. You can use it for a lot of stuff. It's a lot of, a lot of items inside, has your cup holders in there. Um, basically a really nice setup. Yep. Um, to, to fish out of. So it's the full thermal, you know, the 1200 denier fabric, the. Well, I mean, we've had this thing out in the rain insulation. before. It's, it's almost waterproof except for where the water puddles up on the, in front of the front, yep. uh, stand. Yep. It holds up, holds up really well. It's super warm. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're getting <laughs> I can't hot even, here just now. It's getting warm in here already. Um, and we don't even have a heat heater going, but it's really warm. There's, there's lots of accessories for it. I, I'm an otter fanboy. Yeah, that? <laughs> let's dip into some of those accessories then because we got a couple of things rigged up here. We'll start out uh, with your power supply. You hear a lot of questions on how am I gonna, how am I going to rig up power for my for my sleds. Uh, what was your option? Well, uh, like we mentioned on some previous podcasts, this whole podcast is uh, powered by Dewalt. So wanted one wanted some kind of modular type uh, system to where I didn't have to have a separate flasher battery running yep. accessories in the Otter. Well, and you already own a lot of those batteries anyways. You know, I, I have the drill, the impacts, all the all the saws, all all the kinds of tools that uh, that I like to use in the summertime and the wintertime for projects um, come in really handy having those batteries on the ice. And we've had really good luck with them. Oh, yeah. So we're I'm running a um, DeWalt heated jacket adapter. Um on a DeWalt battery, and actually, I have specifically the FlexVolt yep. uh, 60 volt, 6 amp hour battery uh, powering our whole setup right now um, in the in the shelter, and it's held up really well. Made a little uh, aluminum bracket for it to to sit inside up on the side of my shelter. Um, if you guys are interested in that, there's a, a post out on In Depth Outdoors about using the heated jacket adapters to get your 12 volt power off of a look DeWalt up. Uh, what's your user? GMC Trucks Man. GMC Trucks Man. Yeah, look it up on there. <laughs> 
Um, I did a little post on there to share that with people and got got some really good feedback. I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, yep. it's, it's got two USB ports at the top. Uh, right now, as we're recording this, we're running our recorder off of it yep. and our lights. And the lights in here running off of it. And I mean, I, I think you could probably run this for two days. And I don't think it would die off yeah, on no you. no problem. Um, and with that, with the Otter lights, they came out with a couple different versions. Yep. And I have both. I actually wired wired uh, both versions together. So oh, yeah. We, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So we got the uh, the first level Otter ones, which are, uh, they came out two years ago, I think. And then the extreme version came out last year, which, which has I also the dimmer got. switch. Or no, did you wire that dimmer switch in yourself? No, they they both came with that. Oh, they both came with a dimmer switch. So okay. have the dimmer set up. Um, you, ooh, that wasn't even full brightness. Yeah, dang. Ooh. So yeah, you can you can turn it to whatever level you want. Well, that dimmer switch is real nice, and once you get towards evening, uh, you don't blind yeah. yourself when you step outside. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, having the the light set up is really nice. Increases the uh, the amount of fun you can have at at night and. It gets a little scary out there on the ice. You're on the middle of the lake by yourself. You yeah. want to have some. some you want to be able to there. see something out there. Absolutely. I, one day, what I want to do, I've always thought it'd be fun, is around Christmas time, as you rig up Christmas lights around the back outside of your outside of your. <laughs> Maybe shack. we'll do that this year. <laughs> that would be cool. Run those off. Uh, off oh, the what other uh, accessories? So you mentioned the sportsman's caddy. I see you got the hooks. Yeah, those, um, those hooks, hooks are really handy. Especially in the front to dry stuff off. Yeah, if you if you hang the uh, any kind of hook, I mean, I have the Otter version just because they're they're snap in basically. But if you're running a, a heater in the front, I run a Big Buddy heater in in my shelter, and you hang your coat up over over top of it, just to make sure you don't melt it. But yep, that'll uh, dry your gear out as you go, and it also just helps to just keep everything off the ice, and just your your gear management is really. A critical thing when you're out ice fishing. Yep. Well, Just, that's what's nice about this big sled and stuff is you can literally fit everything in this sled. Everything. Yep. There's nothing that you don't have to hand carry anything if you don't want to. Yep. The only the only downside to this setup is it's pretty heavy. I mean, yeah. the, the this Otter Shelter is 120 pounds empty without any gear in it. And, and we're loading that in the back of the truck. Yep. We're loading it up. I I have a little eight foot ramp that I use. Just a wooden uh, you know two by eight. Um, with a little ramp set up to slide this in, but I can do yep. it by myself, no problem. Um, run it up the ramp that way. I see guys make like winches in their pickup. Yep. You know, they're getting a like a drill powered winch or a twelve volt winch to winch up. Well, do you think that Hyfax kit actually helps, or do you think that's just an I added think it does. Thing? I think you know, it does. I almost feel like they should be just putting that on standard. Like it's just an extra forty bucks that they're just trying to kind of gouge you. Yeah, with. the the hard part about all these accessories is they add up really fast. Yeah. Um. And one one good thing that really helped was buying this whole setup at the ice show. Yep. I think the only thing we had to get separately was the was it the Hyfax kit? We went to Fleet Farm. Yeah, we picked that up on our way home. And they they ran out of them at the show. But yep. Uh, just having I think normally at the St. Paul show it's twenty percent off accessories from pretty much any brand. Yep. So you know. Save fifteen twenty dollars per accessory. That's that's pretty good. That saves up. That's up pretty quick. And another add-on I see you did this year uh, was add the keychains to the to the zippers. Uh, yeah, that's just, pretty clutch. You, when you got big gloves on and stuff, and yeah. your hands get cold. Those zippers are kind of a bear to grab. So yeah, grab those at a recruiting event. So grab some cheap, you know, free keychains. Yep. Run them through on the split rings over your your zippers. And I need to get a couple more for the back door here too. But we don't. Yeah. Really, we don't use that. I don't quite know as if much. I've ever even opened it. Yeah, it's handy for getting pulling gear out of the side of the sled, but yep. Um, and this model is not the not the step through model. This is just the standard front, the back. older uh, Otter model. But yep, 
yeah, really enjoy fishing out of this. And, and like we said on the, the last episode, Brett and I fish almost equally out of each other's shelters. So yep. just having this set up that can be pretty mobile, if, if it's going to be, you know, really windy out, we're going to go normally with the otter. Yeah. Um, if it's going to be um, just on a small lake somewhere, we want to kind of camp out, you know, we can make yep. food in here. We that's, got that's the number one room. thing for this one is the camp out yep. lodge. Yeah, a little more recreational type uh, fishing. Yep. We'll do this. If we're running and gunning, we're probably in, in Brett's shelter uh, pulling that around real yep. quick. I mean, the sportsman's caddy holds 30 beers real nice. Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, what else you got on here? Uh, we can we can pivot to some gear. If you, yeah. I mean, you got the the hitch to the front. What do you yeah, think of that definitely, hitch? Yeah, uh, definitely. We're excited to try the hitch out some more. We've actually uh, tried it a couple times just we do a trip up to Minnesota normally um, and, and pull this behind a snowmobile or a ranger, and it's worked really well each time. But it has, has the otter hitch, the otter hitch pivot, um, so there's no question about going up and over berms, up, you know, especially getting down to some lakes. Yep. Um, you know, going down a steep hill and then getting onto the lake, you're not going to break your hitch or, or bend anything. Um, it's just held up really well and really sturdy. So having a solid hitch is yeah. definitely the way to go. Not just roping it to the back. Um, uh, my old shelter, we broke the rope a couple times, yeah. slinging that thing around. Uh, if you're slamming on the brakes, you know what's going to happen. It's going to run. Well, right I mean, up especially too, if we start running this quad, you're really technically only supposed to have one person on the quad. So yep. a lot of times, either I'll be walking if we take this sled, or I'll be riding in the in the sled planning on just yeah sitting on the seat and yeah i think that'll out. work well pivot this around sideways yep and just kick your feet up and away you go yeah that'd be awesome yeah i'm be, pretty excited be, for that maybe we'll get a little flag to hang out the back as we're zipping across the lake there we go yeah. short rod show flag we need to start, start <laughs> yeah we need to get that. some sort of branding on the ice <laughs> we should do a little vinyl wrap or something on this well yeah that's what i was thinking maybe we get a little print. patch or something to put on one on our on our sleds to, so people can spot us yeah, people will see us in that, that quad setup from a mile away. Yeah, yeah that'll be <laughs> They'll awesome. They'll know. It's the short ride show coming to you. Yeah. Well, let's pivot to some gear. Um, you got your backpack hanging up. Uh, I know. So, yeah, we got plenty of plenty of area to move and keep stuff stored in here, but that backpack's a pretty integral part of your equipment. Yeah, that was just last year. I actually bought it at Walmart on clearance for, I think, five bucks. Yeah, it's just a regular book bag. It's like a, a cheap special. kid's camo you know backpack um initially i was going to run my lithium shuttle in it and just use that as a case which it does fit it um it works okay for that but i've kind of changed to just storing gear tackle um that's kind of my grab bag so i have all my stuff i need to go fishing with when i go with brett when i come back here i can throw it in the sled and i still have everything that i need all in one place so it's got all my jigs in it has that widow maker uh plastic uh bait wallet Yep, which is really cool. Um, can store everything in there, and well, and we keep the batteries in there a lot of keep times. Keep the batteries warm, somewhat warm. That's the key for the electric stuff. As handy as it is out there, keeping those batteries warm—that's the—that's the key out there. Yeah, um, the Dewalt ones hold up pretty well out on the ice, but you know you can't just set them right down in the ice. No, um, and expect them to hold up very well. So just having some kind of insulated uh, place to carry batteries is nice. Yep, and I mean that bag has. Plenty of storage to keep everything, all your gear. I mean, that backpack I run too, I mean, I keep extra pair of gloves. I keep my, anything that I'm not currently using, I can keep that in there. And yeah, like you mentioned, you can just grab and go and rock and roll. Yep. Awesome. And then uh, my my auger setup, we talked about a little bit in the first episode, but yeah, really can't say enough good things about having a, a electric option 
auger. Well, so what exactly am I looking at here? Tell 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 me all the different pieces that you had to buy for this for this auger. So mine mine is definitely a home built um, type setup that's got a lot of different pieces to it. But I'm running a seven inch laser uh, auger from Strike Master hand auger, and it is just their standard hand auger. Yep. Um, so seven inch found to be a really good compromise between uh, a six inch hole, which you know, it generally is going to freeze over a little bit quicker yeah. um, than an 8-inch hole. But at the same time, an 8-inch hole, um, you're not going to get as many holes per charge. Yep. I'm just going through making something 8 inches. Yeah, I really like that 7. That was the first time I've had experience with a 7-inch hole, and that's a beautiful combination between both 6 and yes. 8. They're, they're, the only thing that I don't like about it is they're just not as common yeah. um, to find blades I mean, for. you got to order everything online you for You order it. it online. I mean, they're on Amazon. You can get them at your, your bait shops. They just may not... Um, stock it, carry it all the time. Yep. Um, have an auger extension from Clam on there that really helped just make it a little more ergonomic when yep. you're when you're drilling through. You don't want to be bending over, um, drilling holes through the ice. So especially as the ice gets thicker, um, when you're really having to bend over, you're getting into a foot foot and a half of ice that starts to eat up quite a bit of that bit, and you're bending over quite a bit. Yep. And when we're kind of like we like to do, running and gunning, chasing basin crappies, uh, yeah, having that extra extension. Pulling it out and uh, yeah, being able to stand upright really keeps you going a lot longer. I think it's day. only maybe 18 inches. Yep. Um, it, it just adds just the right amount to it. Um, but that auger extension, yeah, is very hard to find late in the year, especially if it's yep. if uh, we've had a lot of ice. So get that early season um, because th- when when you need an auger extension, say you're you're up fishing in Canada or northern Minnesota with really thick ice, you're not going to be able to find one. No. So They're that's a good be- item to buy early season. Um, and that's hooked to the clam plate, and yeah. this is the the their latest version. I guess it's maybe four years old, um, but is the version that you do not have to remove the chuck from your drill. I don't know who came up with that. To version. fit that, that in. just that seems crazy. like it seems like an engineer that made that, and then they just produced it. Like there was no there was no thought process between making yeah. the idea and production. Yep. And no one was like, hey, why don't we just make it so it fits into the chuck rather than having to take the whole chuck off. And it only fit with certain drills. I mean, the, yeah. uh, I know you could use it with a DeWalt, but only certain DeWalt ones. And if you've ever tried to take a chuck off of a drill, it's it's a pain. Maybe there was a patent in there somewhere that they had to get permission to, I don't know, make the chuck it's, that it's size. Something. I don't know. It's strange. But, but yeah, that, having that clam plate just provides some extra stability um, and, and keeps your drill off the ice. You know, you can definitely get away running it without it. Um, you know, I did that for a little while and had, yeah. a, had the DeWalt plastic handle on the side of the drill. Um, but these drills have a lot of power and a yep. lot of torque. And when you're out on the ice, especially that last little bit at the bottom of the hole, and you you twist it wrong, uh, it, it, can, it can hurt yep. your hurt your wrist pretty I bad. think, I mean, yeah, for me, that clam plate, it's definitely an extra. It's not something that you have to have to d- drill sure. the holes. But if you're out there digging a, digging a bunch of holes, it's nice. It's real easy on the wrists, um, and it just feels more natural as, you know, your normal augers. But then, yeah, also it keeps that drill off the off the ice. I mean, that drill is by far the most expensive part of this operation. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping that off the ice and out of the water, um, I think, is pretty key. And and it wouldn't be a short rod show setup without being powered by Dewalt. So of yep. course we have the uh, the, the big uh, Dewalt drill, which is the DCD nine nine six, the yep. hammer drill, brushless. They're they're Mac Daddy of all. So drills. you turn that. You got three options on. There. You got hammer drill, screw, and drill. Yep. You keep it on the drill bit leave her right on the drill setting yep. you don't want you don't want the hammer hammer mode on you don't want to have any kind of clutch settings either um nope. I, 
I don't even think I've tried it, but it probably would just kind of stall It'd out. Just stall out on you because um, it takes a lot of power to turn. What do you that. like to run it at? You got three settings on there. What do you like to run it at? One, two, or three? Speed one normally. Speed um, one. Yeah. Early ice. I mean, even late ice. You can you can run it on too. Um, three. Just, I don't think there's any point. Three, You'd just be running too fast. You just make little shavings can. and. Yeah, I don't it think would. it has enough torque on three. No. On two, it's it's too fast. I mean, you're punching through and you're going to get wet because it's going to yeah. it's going to auger up water, water at you. everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, normally just run it on one, um, and then for batteries, big fan of the FlexVolt batteries, um, yep. just to get that added capacity. Especially, it seems like when batteries get cold, you know, the more cells you have inside there, the better they hold up in yep. the cold, um, and. Most of the time when we're out tournamenting, we have the 9-amp uh, FlexVolt. The, the, yep. It's not their biggest battery now. They came out, I think, with a 12-amp 12, 12 hour. Uh, but the 9-amp hour, will <laughs> we can't wear it out. Yep. I don't think, no, we've never I don't think we've it. ever. I don't, the only time we've had it where it kind of stalls a little bit is when it's super, super cold outside and we just left the drill outside. Yep. Um, used it you know, to hold down the skirting or something when it's windy. Yep. And then... Uh, that battery gets real cold, but we always have a backup battery ready to roll. And you don't have to have the FlexVolt. I mean, I've run the 5-amp hour batteries, yep. and they work just as well. They just don't have that same amount of power. Um, you might not get quite as many holes. Um, I'd say with the key, with the drill, with this kind of setup, is you don't necessarily have to have a DeWalt, but it does need to be a lithium-powered drill. Yeah, it needs to be preferably brushless. Brushless, yeah. I've seen guys out there with the DeWalt 18-volt uh Old stool, old oh style, and they get about five holes, and then the thing it craps out. It doesn't have the, it can't handle the cold as well as the lithium, yep. um, and then it kind of dies out on you. So, I mean, you, you hear questions all over the internet. Well, can I buy the rigid? Can I buy the Milwaukee? Can I buy the Dewalt? Which one's the best? Which one's best? And really, I think they're all pretty well the same. They're all going to work pretty well um, as long as you have enough. Uh, they they talk about inch pounds and having enough torque to run it. I think five hundred inch pounds is what they recommend. Yeah. Um, DeWalt doesn't even rate their drills in that, so no. you're basically going off of uh, what other people are running. And Milwaukee drills are great. Um, yep. I think rigid. Milwaukee technically has the highest torque power, yep. but that doesn't matter really. We've just we've just had really good luck running this setup. Yeah, it's, I like those extra large flexible batteries. It's punching holes all over. Um, when it was raining out, we threw a what a fairway bag over the top. Yeah, yeah, tied and a fairway bag over it and just drilled it, it with the bag over top of it to yep. make it waterproof. And I was a little worried at first. I was like, oh, shoot, I wonder if that, I don't know if that motor is going to suck in a little bit or exactly sure. how that exhaust is going to work or, I don't know. I mean, I just didn't know. Yep. It, it's not like I really thought about it too hard, but you just didn't know exactly how it was going to work. There's no problem. You didn't have to get to the, you didn't have to access the trigger on the drill. You just, as long as you could trigger the clamp plate, that worked yep. beautifully with that fairway bag yep. on top. Perfect. Keep it, keep it dry. Can't say enough good uh, things about it. Well, going to a little story about how you had to get new batteries last year yeah so uh that was that was kind of a bummer uh it turns out lithium ion batteries the flex volt batteries especially are not waterproof no so uh they might be somewhat water resistant but unfortunately had a minnow bucket tip over in the uh the base of the otter sled yep and my batteries spilled out into them and, and landed terminal side down yeah so, that, I, mean, I think that was just, the problem the electronics in that battery were just so and they in sat in their water all night didn't notice long. it come out the next morning and i had basically rusty terminals on these flexible batteries <laughs> um but luckily for me dewalt has a good warranty on them i wasn't sure what to expect i dried them out took them in they looked at the the date on them and said yep they're covered here you go swap me out for some new ones yeah i mean customer service to me like i'd mentioned in earlier episodes customer service is number one 
Um, that's a big deal when I'm considering a purchase. And DeWalt right there just sent you right new ones. And, and it, it does help. I mean, we're in the Des Moines area, so they have a service center here in Des Moines. Yep. Um, if you had to, you know, even ship them in somewhere, that's not the end of the world. But, um, yeah, pretty impressed with that. Worked so out cool. real well. All right, moving Moving over to the flashers now. We the got flasher two flashers side. sitting in front of us. Yeah, we talked. Both a of them bit. are red. I see. I'm, I'm a big fan of the red flashers. They they have stood up pretty well. Um, the the VX one I have over here um, had to get rebuilt from Markham. Did their flat rate um, repair. I think it's a hundred bucks. Um, you said ninety in the last episode. Ninety bucks, hundred bucks. <laughs> Man, hold me to it. I like it. Somebody's gonna comment on it. If oh, you don't. I know. We'll hear about it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the VX one, use that more as a backup, um, backup unit, or it's just an extra unit. If someone is fishing with me that, that's new, doesn't have their own flasher, um, they're welcome to use that anytime. Just the, the standard Markham flasher. What do you have to power that? Did you go lithium or do you just run a regular? I just ran the regular battery. Lead acid I think on the it's battery. got a nine amp yeah. on there. As a backup, it's tough to spend just as much money yep. on the battery as you did on the flasher. Yep. And then, uh, in a previous episode, we talked about the LX6 on the uh, lithium shuttle. Yeah. And that's my go-to. I'm out there, um, using that every day. So we don't need to talk too much about that. I mean, I think lithium power really kind of changed the game. Yeah. Um, absolutely. You can, it can handle the cold fairly decent. And it power it it packs a heck of a punch um, when you're looking at Dewalt and the uh, and the uh, lithium shuttle. That yeah, I think you got you're rarely running out of juice anymore. Yeah. The next thing I want to try would be the Dewalt battery in the VX1. If you can figure an adapter. out how to run an adapter, yeah, to I could run that. the same adapter and and just have you know positive and negative coming out. Run it off there. We'll go a little deeper into that for a second. I'm interested in that because that's what I, I I don't want to buy a new lead acid battery this year. Yeah, let's try it out. And I haven't been charging so it like you told me. They make a, should be. this generic adapter that I got for the shelter, for the, the heated jacket adapter. Yeah. That would be perfect to try. We just slap that on a DeWalt battery. It's got a 2.1 millimeter output, you know, with the center pin that's positive. And I can just plug my wires into that? Yes. Really? Absolutely. Oh, Cost man. Costing 20 bucks and a DeWalt battery, which you already – you have some batteries. Dude, well, uh, so what? how it works is – so this is how I've got my last batteries – um, hundred bucks. Usually there's a black Friday sale, mm-hmm. hundred bucks for two five amp DeWalt batteries. Or I think you can get flex volt batteries now too, maybe mm-hmm. during yep. that black Friday sale. Do it. What I'll do is I'll buy a new pack of that. Cause that's already going to be cost me as much as a lithium battery would cost me anyways. True. Uh, like a Dakota lithium or they got those amped outdoor ones. Now I see, uh, buy that pack and then I can use them all year round. I'll have extra batteries. Yep. And then if I pick up that deal for 20 bucks, dude, we're in the money. Because what I'm interested in would be like a 5-amp DeWalt battery is 5-amp hours at 18 volts, 20 yeah, volts. 20 volts, so which I'm not using 20 volts. What does that equate to, though, when it's in 12 volts? Yeah. You know, is it, it's probably like 7, 7-ish, 7 7.5, yeah, something like think. that. So, I mean, that's comparable to a lead-acid battery, and then I don't think you can ever – you can never get as much power out of a lead-acid as, as no. you can out of a – Well, the worst thing I'll do, I'd do that. I'll try it. and I mean, we're already packing to old batteries. Yep. So well, then I can just start spares. swapping them out, and we'll start rolling. And yeah, dude, yeah, let's do we'll that. Be powered by De- maybe we should send Dewalt an email and see. Hey, I hope they're listening. In. If someone from <laughs> Dewalt is out there, please uh, contact us at contact at shortrodshow.com. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'd love to talk to you. But um, moving on to, I have a little fan that I want to talk about that's just <laughs> super cool. Um, when you're talking like tchotchke type trick your track trap stuff, yep. Um, the fan was was a great purchase. So you know when you're in your shelter, you're on your heater. Um, you the know, heat goes to the top. The heat goes right to the top, 
right down by the ice level and by your feet, by your legs, everything is cold. Yep. Um, this little fan is a little USB rechargeable clamp-on desk fan um, that came from Amazon. I think it was 10 or 12 bucks. And you can recharge it by USB. It runs for 8, 10 hours. Oh, yeah. uh, I've never really run it low, run it out. Um, but I just leave it on low, clamp it right to the top of the otter, and just blow air back down. Well, I mean, the worst thing, if you started running an issue, so as it gets old, if it's, you start to run into an issue, you just get a long USB cord. And you yeah. can plug it right into your DeWalt battery, and you can just run it plugged yep. in all the time. Just having that, that kind of commonality across things is really helpful. Oh, yeah. So nowadays, I mean, everything runs off of USB. So if you have access to a couple USB ports, um, you know, especially if you're running off of DeWalt batteries that you can change yep. out easily, boom, there you go. Yep. It's perfect. The biggest so. problem is we're running into a USB conversion thing here where you got some USB-Cs, you got some older USB-type yep. ports. and I feel like the ice fishing technology hasn't caught up to that quite no, yet. No, but, but it'll we're get running there. into that a little bit now. It'll get there. All right, we got three rods sitting in front of us as well, Ben. Yeah, uh, my three rods that are kind of my go-tos, I mean, I don't know how many rods I have. I have a lot. Yeah. Um, the number one, which I just got last year, can't say enough good things about, is the tuned-up custom bullwhip. Yep. And the bullwhip is extremely versatile. I use it uh, basically on everything. Really, yeah, that's the first That's the first uh, weapon you're running that's every time. That's the first rod that comes out. It's the last one to go away. Um, there's really not a lot of bites that I can't um, chase with that. Um, it's a 32-inch, just the standard um, the standard version. I don't, I didn't do anything fancy. I bought it off the shelf at Shields, got it for Christmas, um, last year Yeah, and just really cool setup. So I'm running these iconic ice, ice, ice vice, ice grip. Oh, those, uh, bands, the iconic bands. Yeah. The, yeah. the orange bands to clamp a, um, Okuma, same R10, uh, yeah. reel, which Okuma is, is my go-to reel anymore. Fantastic for the money. I mean, 35 yeah. bucks yeah, on they're, Amazon. They're a good deal. Very, nice how they have a bait nice. feeder now that they're coming out with, too. Yeah, yeah, I I'd saw that. I'd be excited to try that. Those are like maybe rod. 45 bucks. I'd be interested to run that as a dead stick rod. Yep. Bait feeder, I think that'd be sweet. I like the bait feeder concept. We should get into that yeah, more this I year. I pick up one of those. But the uh, the Okuma has an extra long stem on it, so it's it's made yep. for, for using with gloves. Um, it just it just fits the rod really well. Well, so I know you had an accident with your first one, your first uh, bull whip. Talk a little bit about your first bull whip, and then again, your customer service uh, experience with tuned up custom yeah, very good I, um last year was out fishing with a buddy uh brandon out on uh up in uh, minnesota just tearing through the horrible amount of snow we had last year up there um you know a couple feet of snow just we we stuck the snowmobile in the snow you're doing that, that more than fishing you we were, were not doing a lot of fishing yeah. so um we decided to go ultralight through a couple rods in our backpacks uh, tear off across the lake I go to sling my backpack off my shoulder, and the bull whip falls right out, uh, basically tipped down on the ice, Ugh. breaks off the uh, the tip about three eyelets down. So um, I was just devastated. <laughs> we, we were basically just... <laughs> you, barely, you just got it. We basically just gave up at yeah. that point. I mean, yeah, I had it for a month and broke it, um, was pretty frustrated with it. And, of course, what did we do next? We did a little re- retail therapy, went over to Reed's up in Walker and uh, bought a, an exact model replacement. Yeah, um, and started doing some checking on on Tuned Up's website, and noticed they had a fifty dollar no questions asked return policy or, or warranty um, on these rods. So, whoever's fault it was didn't matter. Um, they would replace your rod for fifty bucks. So, shipped it back to them. All the pieces of it. There's two pieces to it, um, and they said, "Hey, sorry to hear about what happened." I gave them a the little backstory. 
Yeah. And they, I'm sure they've heard some hilarious oh, yeah. stories on how these things are broken. Yep. So they shipped me a brand new one. So now I have two bull whips. So yep. even better. These will be my go-to. The lithium shuttle has two rod holders, so yeah, I'll have two bull whips. In I it. mean, yep. it's super nice. It's just, yeah, convenient. Chip them in, chip them out. Good yep. to go. Um, there are a couple bites that I don't use the bull whip for, believe it or not. Um, I have a ultra-light fray bill, um, a pretty cheap rod. I mean, when they say noodle rod, this is a noodle. $10 or $12 this rod. This thing's made of a spaghetti noodle, basically. Yeah, and I have one. Actually, that has one-pound line. forgot one about pound the other line. day. That's uh, some one-pound mono on it. Uh, right now, of course, we're on the Widowmaker Caddis um, jig on there. Um, but basically, I use that for very light crappie bites, very light bluegill bites. Yep. First, you know, first ice type bites. Um, and, and that's the one that's real finesse. I mean, extremely finesse. So um, that just has a straight inline reel, too. It's a little, little cheap free yeah. bill, one to one reel. What annoys me the most about those inline reels is that they don't have any noise when you're pulling drag. Yeah, no clicks. Because you can't see. I mean, you're running one-pound line. You really can't tell if the fish is pulling drag, if they're coming in. I need that that noise confirmation that I'm pulling drag. Yep. Um, that's the one thing that I really don't like about the inline reels. Otherwise, yeah. they're great. And great and product. that one's not geared. So, I mean, it takes it takes a while. If you're fishing 20 feet oh, to get used to it, it, yeah. I mean, you're cranking a lot. What's fun is it makes a six-inch bluegill feel like you're fighting yeah, a freaking marlin out there. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you feel good when you're yeah, fishing fun. fish. Yeah, they're fun. Um, and then the, the other one to showcase would be a, a Shields tournament rod, um, you know, for 20 bucks. Um, yeah, for the quality of that rod, rod and for the cost, that's, that yeah. thing's the juice. And then, uh, I got on the old free fall bandwagon last year Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm not opposed to them. I wanted to try them out and see how they fished. They're good for some, some types of fishing, uh, but I'm definitely not sold on them. No. Um, I, I'll take a spinning rod, the the same R series now. Yep. Over over that, but have a uh, one of the Ghost Free Fall um, yep. Black Bay. I, what I do right. like about that is the the large handle. I do like about that because a lot of times you're running mm-hmm. gloves and you you got plenty of that oversized handle for that size of a reel. I do like that about it. But again, there's no noise when it's pulling drag, so you don't know for sure if you're pulling drag or not. Yep. I, they they seem to freeze up a lot too. Yeah. I um, mean that's frustrating. You know, if you're out in extreme temperatures. Um, I mean, any reel is going to freeze up on you, but it seems like the spinning reels hold up a lot better when it's extremely cold. Um, this Black Betty trying to, the free fall, you lose all free fall fun- function. Yeah. In the, it's in nice the you don't get line twist out of those free falls, but you also, when you're dropping that jig down, a lot of times it keeps spinning. Once you, once you, if you hit the bottom with your jig, that yeah. falls keeps spinning, and then you yeah. kind of end up with almost a bird's nest situation in there. and. Um, and that's then, yeah, good. when you're on the ice and you're cold, things start freezing up. That's a, a disaster situation. Yep. Don't run the uh, free fall with any type of braid in any cold weather. If you're uh, out hole hopping. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I really that's, wouldn't that's run nice. much for braid anyways. I'm not a huge fan of braid on the water. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a, an episode on the different types of line that we like to run, and, and there's so many different types out there that yeah. warrants a whole new whole nother. Yeah, we'll talk about line. We'll do – I need to re-spool some line on my stuff. We'll do that episode while I'm re-spooling line or something and run with that. Well, you got anything else you want to add, Ben? Oh, I think that covers it. I mean, we're sitting here, like I said, with a ton of gear and just want to showcase uh, what works for, for me as an ice fisherman and then by extension, Brett, too, since yeah. we fish together so much. Um, but really, we're constantly dialing in our, our yep. approach. And feel and free to ask fun. any questions um, or if you have any comments or some suggestions for us. Um, I, I would imagine we'll get a lot of questions about the DeWalt power situations. Yeah. But um, if you guys have any suggestions for us on how we can – upgrade things or improve what we have we'd love to hear awesome well thanks for joining us guys 
appreciate the the listen and make sure you go on and comment and subscribe um, to get some updates about the show. You can find us all over. Thanks for listening, guys, to The Short Rod Show. <laughs>